0: Hello and welcome to Messy to Magnetic. My name is Katie Almstrom and I am a money mentor and financial coach for women entrepreneurs. Each week we tackle one messy money topic that my clients or our guests are navigating and how they've moved through that mess to become magnetic with money. It is my hope that you're able to take the lessons and transformations in this podcast and apply them to your own business, money, and life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go from messy to magnetic. Hey everyone, welcome back. I am really excited to record this podcast episode for you today we are going to be talking about three ways that I see women sabotage wealth building and what you can do instead. And these are all things that I've either seen my clients do or I've done myself or a combination of both. So quickly before I dive into the three, I wanna quickly just talk about what wealth means to me. And I also want to be very clear that What wealth means to me does not have to be what wealth means to you. But it is important that you ground into what does wealth mean to you. So for me, wealth is my ability to do work that I want to do and spend my days the way I want to spend them. And as long as I have the resources available to me to do those two things... I feel wealthy. Like that is what I want. So, wealth to me is not, you know, $4 million in assets. It is not a 20K a month business. Wealth to me is a lifestyle, it is me getting to do work I want. And spending the days the way I want to. So that means I get to take time off when I want. I get to take my kids and do things, you know, that we want to do together. I get to cook meals for my family or get takeout. I get to go on vacations. I get to spend time, you know, every single day outside, gardening, doing things that I enjoy. I get to have both work life, solitude, like I'm a total introvert. So like getting to spend time by myself. Getting to spend time with my family. Like, those are the things that I want money to support me in. I want to have the resources available to do that, to have that experience. So, wealth to me is not how I look or what things I own or, you know, what kind of clothes I wear, car I drive, um, how many like different places I can visit in a year. Like that to me is not wealth. It is just my day-to-day experience and that knowing that peace that I get to continue to have that experience. So that is what wealth is to me. Literally wealth is defined by assets that you own, money that you have. But I need to know like what does that do for me? I need to know what is the point? What is the purpose of money? Am I able to give the way I want to, live my life the way I want to, do the work I want to, and truly like that definition of how does wealth support my life, what does wealth do for my life, that is what I need to ground into, and that is what I want you to define for yourself and for you to ground into as well. And that actually brings me kind of nicely to my first point of the three uh, ways that women sabotage wealth building. And that is their mindset around what wealth means. So I just described for you what wealth means to me. I want you to take a moment and think about what it means to you. And I want you to actually close your eyes and imagine or picture someone who in your mind is wealthy. What do you see? what are they wearing how do you picture this person who is wealthy now open your eyes if you, ha- if you actually close them what if wealth didn't mean having certain things what if wealth meant having more opportunities what if it meant time freedom, choice freedom right, and not just looking a particular way So often what I see is that women have this sort of preconceived notion about wealth and what wealth means. So many of us were raised to picture wealthy people in a certain way. The media, right, movies, TV shows, music, our family, friends, teachers, right, mentors. There are a lot of influences that teach us, that show us, What being wealthy is or what being wealthy means. And honestly, like most of us aren't given a lot of good models for wealth, good examples for wealth. So if in your mind's eye, when you picture a wealthy person, you don't really like what you see, or it's all about the physical items that you associate with the wealth. I want you to do something else instead. I want you to close your eyes and picture yourself. And I want, to, I want you to picture yourself as if you had all of the wealth that you could possibly want to do the things that matter to you. It might be more than enough. It might be just enough, right? Wealth gets to be what you want it to be for you. There is no number that says, okay, you're wealthy, right? There's no magic net worth number that makes you wealthy. You decide when you are wealthy. You decide what you want money and resources to do for you and your life. So if you're closing your eyes and you're picturing yourself, what gives you complete peace of mind What makes you feel totally in control of your financial life? What makes you feel excited? And here's the thing too, as you start to reach your financial goals, as you experience wins along the way, this definition of wealth and this definition of what do I want, that gets to change, that gets to shift. You get to experience a new reality, a new what is possible for me, and stretch into another ideal, another goal, another version of wealth. And that's okay. So just having something to ground into now that tells you, yeah, this feels good. This feels peaceful. This feels empowering. This feels like a wealthy version of me who gets to give the way I want, work the way I want, and show up in my life, right? spend my days the way that I want. Let's start there and ground into that definition of wealth. And then we can move, right? That needle can move, that vision can shift, that ideal can change. And that is totally fine as long as we've got something to start with that is true for you, that feels good, and that allows you to seek money wins, financial wins, and set goals from a place of this is good, this is healthy, this is something that is going to serve me and my family and my clients and my community versus maybe some arbitrary image or picture of wealth or a wealthy person that does not align with you, that does not feel good for you. All right, and then the second way that I see women sabotage their wealth building is that they're trying to do too many things at once with their money. And there's so much I can say about this, and I'll actually be doing an entirely separate episode just on this topic, but I want to highlight it a little bit here first. And so what I mean by doing too much with their money is that they feel like they have to hit all of these financial goals simultaneously. So for example, they might be trying to start a education fund for the children. They might be wanting to save money in a retirement account. They might be wanting to pay off more of their mortgage um, or pay off their mortgage more quickly. They might be trying to pay off some Unwanted debt, maybe pay off a credit card or stop using a credit card. They might want to save more money. They might want to go on more vacations. They might want to remodel something in their home, right? And there's this feeling of it all has to get done now. We have to figure out a way to do it all now. And I'm here to tell you that. Spreading your resources that thin, spreading your energy that thin can be really, really sabotaging because it can feel like we're not actually accomplishing anything. And so what this looks like in practice is that anytime you feel emotionally about one of these things, whether it's the vacation or the kid's account, or you're frustrated by the credit card, or you're sick of your student loan, or... You, you know, every time you walk into your bathroom, all you want to do is rip everything out and redo the whole thing, right? You're going to react emotionally to each of those events and act accordingly with your money. So you might be sending an extra $50 to the credit card when you get the credit card bill and feel frustrated and just want to accelerate paying it off. Or you decide, okay, we have to start a home repair fund because I'm so sick of this bathroom. Or you put a deposit down on a vacation because you just wanna get away and you miss traveling after COVID. So that emotional response and the money just kind of going wherever you feel like you want it to go in that moment is sabotaging because it spreads our focus and we're not actually accomplishing any one thing. It also tells me that there's no strategy involved and having a strategy to build wealth is everything. Having a step-by-step plan for first we're going to do this, then we're going to do this, right? Stacking those strategies is so, so, so helpful on your wealth building journey. Because like I said in the first example, right? We, we don't even really know all the time what wealth feels like to us especially if we are trying to create all of these different goals or we're trying to reach all these different goals with money at the same time. Experiencing small wins and actually accomplishing one goal at a time, that moves us forward and that gives us a lot more bandwidth and ability to dream, to like think about what a wealthy future looks like for us and what we actually want. And so Again, like spreading yourself too thin, spreading your money too thin, and putting this pressure on yourself to do all the things at once can just feel really heavy and it just, your money gets confused and you get confused, quite frankly, about what you should be doing and how to actually move the needle forward. What do you do instead? It is so helpful both in your business and at home to have one specific point of focus for the next 90 days. And I'm going to take a quick sec here to share that this is exactly what I am offering in my net worth reset intensive sessions right now. So these are available to book in the end of May, and you can have your intensive in May or in June. So this is a 90-minute strategy session with me where we identify three specific key factors to your wealth building, one in your business, one in your personal life, and one mindset and habit, or a mindset shift or a habit that is going to really support those two efforts, those two points of focus. So again, we look at what is happening in your business and really give you a specific point of focus for the next 90 days. Same thing in your personal finances, because the two are not necessarily going to be the same thing at all. And then lastly, the mindset shift and the habit, um, you know, the new habit to embody to support those two goals. So if that is something that interests you, if you've been on the fence for a while about working with me, if you don't have the bandwidth or capacity right now to do a longer coaching program, but you want to make your money goals, you want to make just money a priority right now and you would like some support around it, head to my website, katiealmstrom.com forward slash net worth reset. I'll put the link in the show notes. And you can learn more and book your intensive. Okay, so again, that second point is sabotaging happens. Sabotaging or wealth building happens when we're focusing on too many financial goals at one time and not actually making any progress across the board, right, on any of them. All right, so the last thing that I see my clients doing to sabotage wealth building And this is definitely something I've experienced myself early on, is viewing setbacks on the journey as a sign that you're doing it wrong, or that you're not meant for wealth. I mean, (laughs) doesn't this fit the bill for all things in life? The journey to building your financial foundation, to financial freedom, your wealth building journey, right, whatever you want to call it, it is not A straight shot, and it's not going to go perfectly. All right, so what this might look like is you spend a couple of months really being intentional about money coming in and your expenses, money going out. Maybe you simplify your spending, maybe you create a money plan and start to be way more intentional about what you're doing with your money. And then boom, you get hit with an unexpected tax bill or you get, you know, you have a a emergency home repair, right? A a leaky roof or, um, you know, the the boiler or the water heater breaks and you need to replace it. And in that moment, it's like, I've been doing so much good work. Like I've been... I've been trying, I've been, you know, doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And now like this sort of emergency comes up. And those are all examples of, you know, what's happened to my clients. And I tell you what, like there is never going to be a time with money on your, you know, money path where those kinds of surprises or unexpected events aren't going to happen, right? They're always going to happen. And so sticking with the program, like sticking with what it is that you're shifting and doing differently and being more intentional around, give it time and those setbacks, those unexpected events will feel less and less all-consuming, right? Because over time, you will be able to create more buffers. You will be able to have more in savings, you will be able to forecast a bit better how your money, how your resources might need to pay taxes or be set aside for something like a water heater repair, okay? So, you know, case in point, my one client who just started doing a lot of work with being more intentional around her money, looking at her money, and then got hit with a tax bill that she wasn't expecting – Immediately, she went into, okay, so how do I avoid a tax bill like this again? Like, how did this happen? Because the tax bill was not a result of her being more intentional with her money. It was a result of a year prior putting out fires with money that should have been saved for taxes. And so she's in this place now where, yes, she has this tax bill to deal with, but she's also saying, okay, I see why this happened. And I am making, setting money in my business aside for taxes a priority. Um, And it's that maturity that says, this isn't a problem. This isn't a reflection of the system not working or my progress not being worthwhile. This is just something else I get to pay attention to. And I get to tweak in my money journey to make a year from now at tax time way easier all right so i want to just recap these again three ways that you can really stop sabotaging your wealth building journey and what to do instead so again the first was shifting your mindset around wealth from what is maybe a picture of a wealthy person or the picture of wealth that i was raised with that or, or that I've just sort of absorbed over decades that maybe doesn't feel good to me or that I don't want to be associated with, letting that go and creating your own image of wealth, creating your own version of wealth that you can ground into so that you are inspired and motivated to take disciplined, strategic action with your money. The second is... Not focusing on too many things at once, right? So instead of saying, I've got these 10 financial goals that I really want to put an emphasis on, you know, working towards right now, let's pick one or two at a time and really get clear about why, right? Why are we doing those first couple of steps before the next, before the next? And again, this is something that I am so happy to support you with. In a quick 90 minute intensive session. So let me know in the DM if you want some support, either Instagram, Katie underscore, underscore Almstrom, or on Facebook, and we can chat through if this is a good option for you, or you can head to my website, katiealmstrom.com forward slash net worth reset, to book your intensive. And then the last one was, um, viewing setbacks on the journey as a sign that you're doing it wrong or that you're not meant for wealth. Okay. And instead, when something does come up, just know that you are going to always have sort of unexpected expenses. There's always going to be things along the journey that come up. And even in your wealthy (laughs) version, even in the wealthy version of you, there's going to be surprises. There's going to be things that, um, you know, kind of come up that, really require sort of a shift in your plan, a shift in your current strategy, and it's something that you work around. Okay, so instead of letting it stop you, it's just something that we work with and create potentially a better strategy around for the future, if it's something that could happen again, or just know that you can handle this and you get to keep moving forward. This does not mean anything about how well you're doing in the moment or that you're meant or not meant for wealth. Okay, my amazing friends, thank you so much for listening today. I would love, love, love to hear your feedback on the podcast and which of these you resonate with most. So please send me a message and let me know. And I'll say one more time I would love to support you with an intensive session. So if that is something that interests you, please don't hesitate to reach out to me or go ahead and book. They will be available to book for the rest of May. And I just would love to see you on the other end of a Zoom call and do that work together. All right, have the most wonderful rest of your week and I will be back next week. Bye for now.